0: Hello, and welcome to the Thinking Elixir podcast, where we cover the news of the community and learn from each other. My name is Mark
1: Erickson. I'm Cade Ward. And I'm David Bernheisel.
2: Let's jump into the news.
0: First up, Dockyard released an Elixir Roundtable interview on YouTube. In this interview, they interviewed Chris Granger about Chris and his company moving Amplified, that's the company, from Python to Elixir. And an impressive reveal from this was how Amplified cut their monthly AWS bill in half by moving to Elixir. It's worth pointing out that they are data science kind of oriented. That's part of what it was. It wasn't just like a straight up Python app to Elixir. There's more of the services that AWS offers.
2: Yeah, I mean, Chris Granger goes on to explain further on Twitter and how they're able to do that. But he mentions yeah like prefect and Spark and all these services that kind of had to like hand off to each other. We'll have a link to a clip from the show, but you can think of it this way like and, and he put it this way in many ways, the AWS spend slash can be explained by the Sashaic list that kind of like equates services to what is on Erlang and Elixir. So you cut out all those other things, right and you can extend this list to include machine learning such as NX and axon. And that was the enabler for slashing some of those services and spends on AWS. So, like, OTP is just amazing. Additional to that is the ETL pipeline kind of stuff, right, That like Spark. So you can think of Broadway. I'm thinking of Open. I don't remember if he said that, but Open and Broadway, like, those kinds of things being just with OTP and distribution and cross-communication and all that kind of stuff just gave him what they needed to move from Prefect and Spark.
1: Yeah, and then Jose Filim added to the discussion as well on Twitter saying, Reducing the operational complexity with Elixir is about the developer experience, the maintenance, and peace of mind while sleeping. And slashing that AWS bill is just a cherry on top. And next up, a little public service announcement from
0: Zach Daniel to people who maintain an Elixir package. It was just a reminder that the XDoc project is being improved all the time, both in functionality, accessibility, user experience, all these different aspects. But your package only gets those if you update XDoc, the dependency, and then publish again. And he shared a little hack that you can do a mix hex.publish docs to publish only the new docs, not requiring you to have a new version of the library. So you can just do a quick update to update and refresh the ability and features of the docs, which is a, a really great tip. Yeah. What was great is then uh, Jose replies, maybe we should check Hex API and print a warning if there is more recent version available when generating the docs. Would you like to send a PR? And just cracked me up because it's, you know, he's engaging with Zach and his, Zach's kind of getting roped into writing this feature, (laughs) and I thought, that is how open source is done, right? It's Jose not just saying, oh, yeah, you've pointed out more stuff that I now have to do. You know, he didn't take it on as, like, people are giving me work. It's, hey, we're a community, get involved, and I love the idea, here's how you could do it. So I thought, okay, that's a great example there. (laughs)
2: I just want to say one more time, you don't have to publish a new version. You can republish the docs, which is great.
0: Fly.io. It's a great place to run Elixir apps. With many global regions, a private network that makes it easy to cluster your app, and a powerful CLI, it's something you should really try out. Experience it for yourself at Fly.io.
2: Next up, Andres Alejos wrote a tutorial on how to integrate LiveView in PDF.js. We have a link to that blog post. I found it really interesting. Image previews are kind of built into Phoenix LiveView, so you can kind of do that drag and drop functionality, right? But if you want to like preview other assets, PDF being another common one, you kind of need a little bit more work around it. And that's where PDF.js comes in. PDF.js, I think, is Mozilla. That's a legit one, right? I think it's even built into like, Chrome or Mozilla, like when you open it up, like that's what they use. So it's legit. So the complexity is really about shimming that kind of built in Phoenix live view preview functionality stuff. So you have to essentially kind of check for things like, is this a PDF that's coming in? And if it is divert to, you know, my new PDF behavior, otherwise do the default stuff, lots more details in the blog post. So you should go check it out. But a lot of folks I know in applications, typically need like PDF upload at some point. So this was pretty neat to see how it works with Phoenix Live View.
1: Up next, if you haven't been to Elixir Forum in a little while, you might not have seen there was a 2024 Elixir Forum update. They've got some fun things on here. There's some discounts and some giveaways going into the year. And they kind of summarize some things that have gone on in the communities. The introduction of NX, Livebook, Ash, Elixir, desktop hologram and they kind of just talk about the year in review and then it wouldn't be the same unless we had some little image where we like joke about something new coming and so here we are again saying if you've liked the features that we've come out with lately like the like the live chat they added to the elixir forum a few other things They've all been very community centric. And if you've liked what they've done, then you will love what we've got in mind. But we're not ready to show you the full details yet. But here's a sneak peek. And then they give you a little image of the form. (laughs) And it almost looks like somebody has ripped as if it were paper, ripped a piece out of the middle and behind is like a little superhero with a cape. (laughs) Intrigued? Excited? We hope so. Keep an eye out for more details coming soon. It's going to be AI calling it now. AI. (laughs) (laughs) Has to be, right? Everybody's adding AI to their websites.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, good to just touch on how Elixir Forum is probably the most active Elixir community site online. And for people who are coming new into the Elixir community, it can be sometimes a little bit hard to find where are the people who are talking about these things? Where do I go? Is it like a, a Discord channel or is it a Slack? Is it you know, this website. Stack Overflow. Yep. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. Because like, if you come from another language where they were heavily invested in Stack Overflow, and that's where the community was, then you'll find, oh, they're not so much there in, in the Elixir space. So just, you're all welcome. Elixir Forum, that's kind of where people tend to be. And last up, Nerves Conf US has been announced. It will be May 9th, 2024 in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the call for proposals is open. They are currently looking for talks at all levels for any nerves related topics. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you'll join us next time on Thinking Elixir.